Hey everyone, uh, I just got to know that the bell bottoms uh, king, the king of bell bottoms is alive and I'm really thrilled about it. We talk about it after the song. Chill out, what you yelling for? Lay back, it's all been done before. And if you could only let it be, you would say, I like you the way you are when we're driving in your car and you're talking to me one on one, but you become somebody else around everyone else. You're watching your back like you can't relax. You're trying to be cool. You look like a fool to me. Tell me. Why do you have to go and make things so complicated? I see the way you're acting like somebody else gets me frustrated. Life's like this. You fall and you crawl and you break and you take what you get and you turn it into. Honestly, you promise me I'm never gonna find you fake it. No, no, no. <sighs> Yes, guys, how are you guys doing? It's uh, it's a Sunday service. It's not, sorry, it's not a Sunday service. It's not a Sunday service. It's a Sunday, uh, April 26th, and it's exactly 7.54 p.m. this Sunday evening. And this is, well, Classo, bringing my... Uh, my next episode of the Just a Nobody podcast. Uh, whoever you are, thank you so much for listening. I mean... Uh, I really appreciate it, guys, really. I mean, come on. Uh, so, uh, right, I just started, kicked off this episode about uh, the recent development about uh, the king of bell bottoms. Now, I'm sure you know who I'm talking about. I mean, in this entire world, there's only one king that who wears the best bell bottoms uh, in the world like you know nobody's unbeatable there are many people who have followed his style like literally uh you've seen men wearing tight pants these days like you know skin skinny jeans and tight pants and they walk around with those but this guy he is different you know the king i call him the king of bell bottoms or the bell bottoms king like you know you have the tiger king let's let's shoot out a name for him bell bottoms king why? Because he has the best flair and the bell bottoms. He's ne- he's not disclosed uh, the name of his tailor. I wonder who his tailor is because, you know, that's what I want to know. Um, like, you know, who this person is, male, female, wh- whoever the person is. I need to know who stitches his pants because I want it in my size and that's it like literally so i was really you know kind of uh, i said you know he can't go like this guy can't go from this world by not disclosing the name of his tailor no way or and his hairstyle his uh, his uh, his barber you know there's no way that he's not going to tell us who uh, cuts his hair and who stitches his uh, pants and there's just news coming in that um that's that the president, President Moon, South Korea's uh, President Moon, he just confirms that Kim Jong-un is well and alive. Hey, man, 
So this guy has not, he's not dead. I mean, you know, there's this rumor that, you know, he's, he's dead and he's, he's or not, uh, he's brain dead. And after this, uh, after the surgery that he had a heart surgery uh, that left him brain dead and stuff like that, I believe uh, South Korea's President Moon has just confirmed that the guy is alive and well. And I'm, 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 I'm a little happy. Why? Because uh, we still have time to find out who his tailor is and who, who cuts his hair. Very important. His barber and his tailor. That's important. Once we get to know that, uh, you know, uh, uh, till then, at least I want him to be good. You know, that's that's important. So. <laughs> so that's what I mean. Uh, you know, he's like, uh, there's a lot of news there's, uh, about uh, about Kim Jong-un uh, not really being uh, OK. But this is something good. But even if he gets all right, you know, even if he, he comes out all strong and things like, and, uh, you know, uh, strong and he's, you know, he's just hiding from us because he want to take a break. Uh, he's like in quarantine or whatever it is. I wish like, you know, he comes out, he starts his own business. He needs to change profession. Like he's, he's, he's basically just flying rockets here and there into the sea and killing those poor fish, you know, in the sea by, by uh, flying those rockets into the South Korean sea or wherever it flies and then goes straight into water. That's the ultimate, uh, you know, what is it? Uh, the, um, the, uh, the, 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 um, the ultimate place where those uh, rockets reach. They don't go and uh, damage anything. They go straight in water and kill all the fish. And I love fish. Come on, you know. There's no way you're going to kill so much of fish. And North Korea, South Korea, best Koreans have the eat the best fish and they uh they 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 have the best fish in those countries you know fisheries basically so um i just i just want one thing that kim jong-un wherever you are hey man listen to me you know start your own uh what is it called start your own business of uh uh, manufacturing business of clothing business of just kind of producing those uh, pants that you wear that's it like do that and also you can start a hairstyling uh, uh, booth or a kind of a, a global business you know wherein people get the style the hairstyles that that you wear so well I love that so you know all I'm asking Kim Jong-un to do is just you know forget about being a president or being a uh, a leader of North Korea, you know, just give it up. You really do well as a hairstylist if you open businesses of hairstyling business and uh, bell bottoms business. Like this guy will really do well, and that's what I'm saying. Hey man, Kim Jong Un, you know, just whatever you're doing right now. As soon as you're out and you're uh, you're well and you know come out of it, this is what I want to do. Start those two businesses and leave north korea for uh for uh for a female leader like let's have a woman leading the uh, leading north korea that's what i would definitely suggest because north korea needs a change uh, you know what i what i really hope for north korea is a woman leading the nation definitely i would want north korean the people in north korea to get their rights basic rights back i'm not talking about big shot rights basic rights you know wherein they can move freely talk freely stuff like that 
um i would also like uh, north korea my hope for north korea is uh, free trade you know they start uh, trade with the world because right now they're so isolated you know people out there i don't know what they're doing you know how do they make their money um what do they sell what they import export nothing nobody knows anything about north korea you know so uh i hope my hope for the con- for the country is basically open trade free trade with the world uh because they have great fish so you know if they could start a fish trading like export of trade you know it'd be great uh i believe their crabs are the best in the world shrimps crabs stuff like that crustaceans is what you call them that kind of fish and um and another my hope for north korea is that south korea and north korea just become one korea they come together and become one you know um because uh south korea you you've seen the way they kind of uh, handled the testing uh of the coronavirus as soon as they were kind of uh, they were so quick they started testing all the people the drive through technology and stuff like that and now they're literally you know uh planning to open up so pretty good i mean it's a very it just you can just uh, i think uh, the leadership in south korea is wonderful you know so if north korea kind of uh kind of partners with south korea you know and become one korea that's my hope for north korea and at the same time of course democracy is something that you can't just kind of push down a nation's throat many countries have tried it in iraq iran libya and in the middle eastern countries it doesn't really work you know you can't just go and say that we want democracy here. it won't really work in north korea right now because people are afraid you know people are f- afraid they won't speak if they uh, if uh, they, they they don't have the they don't have that kind of you know mindset to go and cast their vote for a leader because they they're afraid you need to give them some time so if the if there's free trade if there's uh, if there's people get their basic rights and they start kind of you know living normal lives maybe one year down the line or a year down the line they would they would you know we could uh, they could be a voting process and they could select or choose their leader uh, and they could be democracy in north korea but you can't push it down their throat right at the beginning so you know so that's my hope for north korea hope um, they kind of um, uh you know all that hope of mine for north korea is fulfilled at the same time i would say hey kim jong un you know come on get out you know i mean you you don't need to be a leader you good at many other things those bell bottoms come on you know start stitching them for the world it'll, it'll sell like hotcakes you know and open own styling hair styling a uh, uh, kind of business people are dying to have that hairstyle that you keep wearing so whatever it is but anyways that's good news that uh, that kim jong un is <laughs> is kind of well you know that's uh, that's something that is uh, uh that is uh, that is a good thing that has come out from uh, the country or whatever Kim Jong Un. I don't know how many of you all know but I've a kind of uh I have fun times like you know uh talking about him with people who I meet or whatever 
or if I'm t- on Twitter on social, I kind of talk a lot about it. It's not the first time that I'm talking about Kim Jong Un. I just find the guy, the guy, really funny, you know. And uh, so I was happy that you know when President Moon said that he's alive and well. Well, that's good, you know. It's good for uh, everything, everyone. So just hope he takes my advice. You know, that's all. I'm, that's all that I'm saying. That's all that I'm saying. Right, so how many of y'all, uh, anyway, anyway, so how many of y'all are actually drinking uh, disinfectant or injecting yourself with disinfectant? Because, I don't know, you know, that's uh, that's some new trend. Uh, and it's not new, you know, people were uh, were having those tight pods. Uh, there was a time when that happened a few years back when people were literally, you know, kind of uh, having the tight pod challenge. So... And now everybody's talking about uh, drinking bleach and, you know, hashtag don't drink bleach or uh, hashtag don't inject yourself with disinfectants. <laughs> that was like, hey, man, what the hell is happening? Like, literally, you got to tell people like, you know, don't infect yourself. I mean, don't inject yourself with disinfectants or don't drink bleach. Like, literally, that's happening. How dumb are we? Like, literally, how dumb are we? Anyways, all I want to say is the li- I know a little bit about a few organs in my body. And um, when it comes to uh, my lungs, if even a little, a drop of disinfectant goes into, inside my lungs, they're going to corrode. There's going to be corrosion, like iron getting corroded, rusted. It's going to powder. You know, and it's literally going to shrink or burst. One of these things is happening. All of these things are happening because my lungs can't take the disinfectant, really. So I'm, I'm not taking it. As, and another thing is um, I'm not going to drink bleach as well because I'm tan and I love my tan. I don't want to get bleached, you know, kind of thing. So all you tan people out there, hey, man, don't drink bleach. Everybody out there don't drink bleach, but especially tan people don't drink bleach because, hey, man, tan is greater than everything else. Can't lose it, man. Hey, man, you can't lose it, you know. Uh, So imagine, you know, uh, and then I was uh, I just heard uh, somebody calling that there is a that this entire process. I'm not talking about living beings, but dead people are literally injected with disinfectants and the process of doing that, you know, is called embalming. So it's not embalming. That's the process wherein um, it's not live animal, it's not living beings, but it's dead beings. You know, say for instance, uh, there's a dead body and uh, the family wants to look good at the funeral, you know, rather than looking um, or decompose or it doesn't want it to get decomposed in for an hour Although there are morgues, whatever, but you know, it the the family wants the body to look fresh, and uh, at the funeral pro- at the funeral, or um, if um, you know if a body is being donated for medical purposes or whatever, then an embalming process is done, and that's what I was hearing. Like you know, this whole thing about um, injecting the body with the with disinfectant is actually the process of embalming, which is done. On dead bodies. And then I checked out a few videos on um, YouTube and I was boggled and mind boggled, you know. I really suggest 
each one of you just go on Twitter and just type embalming and check those videos of people who are uh, who work as embalmers. You know, they kind of uh, I don't know what you call that uh, that job description, but they actually literally inject bodies. You know, their role is basically taking those dead bodies and injecting them with um, some liquids like disinfectants or whatever. Uh, and while injecting them through the main artery, artery uh, uh, it pushes out it pushes out blood from the body and injects them with these fluids, you know, which are which will preserve the body. So I was like boggle, mind boggle that actually there's a process of injecting disinfectants or you know these kind of uh, uh, the fluids inside the body, not into living beings, but injecting them into dead bodies to preserve them, maybe the bodies to make it look good at a funeral process, or maybe, you know, to it is used for medical purposes or whatever. And I checked the video out, they literally showed a dead body. This lady who's in charge of embalming the body, she injects uh, something through his art artery, the main artery, which is in the neck. And then a blood starts oozing out from the body and this uh, fluid of uh, the embalming fluid, you know, which is like a disinfectant or whatever, goes inside and settles down. And then the body gets more fresh. It looks more pinker, you know, it looks more fresh and it gets filled up kind of thing. Oh, my God, I was boggled. And this is literally a process. I'm not kidding, you know. So uh, I was like, hey, man, what's happening? These things are real. So although uh, although I want to tell you, don't please drink disinfect, inject disinfectant, drink disinfectant or drink bleach or whatever. But hey, man, there is a process called embalming where these things are real. They really happen and you must check it out. Uh, just go to YouTube uh, and check that out. Uh, I may share a link maybe on my comments. Uh, you can see if it. You can check that out for yourself, but it's scary. It's a little scary, so at your own risk. The process of embalming. Hey, man, what the fuck? Like Things like this really happening, and I didn't know, you know. I just came to know, like, today. Well, I was just finding out what embalming is all about. Anyway, so that's what's, that's what's happening. Um, right, so what else? What's, uh, how's life, uh, how's life going on? You know, you're managing to social distance. Like I'm kind of, uh, I'm kind of literally trying to, uh, it's, it's, it's becoming a habit basically. That's what I can say. Like literally it's becoming a habit where I'm kind of, uh, you know, um, uh, doing the same thing every day you know it's, they they say that if you know if you if you want to make something a habit you need to do it for about 40 days like say for instance you know there's a saying that if you want to exercise uh every day start exercising every day and make it a habit you got to do it for 40 days continuously at the same time every day and then it becomes a habit like say you want to exercise five days a week and if you want to start at seven o'clock every day or six o'clock in the morning, do it for 40 days, it becomes a habit. You know, anything, it could be exercising. Say, for instance, I want to study, you know, I want to read the paper, maybe a newspaper every, every morning at 5am for all seven days in a week. I want to make it a habit. I want to get that every day. I should read the newspaper uh, when I, when I wrote the Metro, you know, because uh, it's the subway you don't get that strong connection, uh, Wi-Fi connection or um, the internet. 
So you're reading a newspaper. So my time was like 8 to 8.30 on the train. I, I read the newspaper like five days a week. And that was a routine. And then it just became like a habit. I wanted it. You know, I couldn't do it after, like after some time, like if uh, there was no paper, I, I just got, you know, irritated in the train. I don't know what to do, you know, kind of thing. So they say that if you want to make something a habit, you want to do it every day, just do it for 40 days. It just kind of flows, you know, then you kind of miss it if it doesn't happen. Uh, so the same thing with uh, social distancing and the quarantine whole thing, you know, I'm kind of getting used to it. It's becoming a habit now. And I don't want it to become a habit because uh, this is this is something that we don't. It's not normal. It's abnormal, you know. But uh, what I've been noticing, it's just becoming a habit. Um uh, and then, of course, uh, everybody's talking about testing. So when is that happening? I have no idea, you know. Uh, and are we going to be uh, charged for that? I, I have no idea. Like, what is what is the what is the price for a testing? You know, to find out whether you have the co the coronavirus or not. Uh, how many of you are ready to get tested? That's that's the most important questions. Are you ready to kind of uh, have that saliva testing or the antibody testing or whatever the testing is due to? check whether you have the coronavirus and if you have how many of you all are ready to isolate to get isolated you know from the rest of the world are we really ready to do that apart from that say for instance you were infected but nothing has happened they want your plasma you know how many of us are really ready to give up plasma as donations i've never done that before you know ah how many of y'all and then uh, how many of us are really ready to take the vaccine like it's it's still in development. There's a lot of time happening, but we all will have to take it. Like, how many of us are really ready to take it? You know, uh, so many questions that really, uh, you know, toss my mind. But whatever, you know, there are a lot of questions. It's not that easy. You know, we might keep saying that we all need to get tested. There should be a vaccine out. We need to take out plasma from people who've infected and kind of recovered, so that you know we could use it as med. Uh, to create a vaccine or whatever, but how many of us are ready to do all this, you know, because it just involves willingness of people, basically. I'll be a man, I'll be a man, ow, ow, ah, 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 ow. I'll be a man. I remember the Spice Girls song, which one, what was it? Um, tell me what you want, what you really, really want, and then tell me what you want, what you really, really want. I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to really uh, zigzag. If you want my future, forget my past. If you want to get with me, better make it fast. Now don't go wasting my precious time. Get your act together, we'll get be just fine. Tell me what you want, what you really, really want. And get me what you want, what you really, really want. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna zigzag. Zig if you wanna be my lover, you gotta get with my friends. Make it last forever. Friendship never ends. If you wanna be my lover, you have got to give. King is too easy, but that's the way it is. You I tell you what now? Now you know how I feel. That's a great song. Spice Girls. I don't know when this was. Like, you know, which year was this, I wonder. 
But the Spice Girls were big. I don't think they ever kind of, uh, what was it? It was 2010, I believe. Yeah. Was it 2010? No, it was in the 90s, right? Or uh, I have no idea. I don't remember when the song was. But I think it was in the early 2000s, uh, if I'm not mistaken. I believe, yeah. No, you know how I feel. So tell me what you want. No, if you want to be my lover, you've got to get with my friends. Make it last forever. Friendship never ends. If you want to be my lover, you have got to give. Taking is too easy, but that's the way it is. So here's a story from A to Z. When you get with me and you got to... Anyway, so uh, it's it's funny how... Uh, it's funny how the oil prices dropped to like zero dollars. Like, how did that ever happen? I have no clue. Like, how how can like you know the most like it was bigger than gold, bigger than money. Like, oil was the biggest thing like the world ever kind of wanted. You know, it's 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 the most expensive. It was the most expensive thing and. Most of those wars, you know, that have happened globally, especially in the Middle Eastern countries, have is because of those wars, you know. Who who can really deny that? I'm openly saying it. That's that's the reason those wars really happened. And now it's literally gone to zero dollars. Like that was mind boggling when that happened. I was like, what the fuck? How did that ever happen, you know? Uh so then I was like, you know, finding out like, how, how did that go down? It's basically, it's basically because, it's basically because, um, because uh, nobody's driving. You know, it's the power of the people. We don't drive. Like people, normal people like you and me, we don't drive. The oil prices go down. You know, we don't work. The economy crashes. The market uh, shares really, the market, what do you call it? The share market actually kind of crashes you know we don't vote or we don't kind of uh, uh there's you know there's no leaders there's no democracy so it's basically we are so powerful as people you know which we don't really understand we're so fucking powerful you know as people we don't do anything all prices we don't we didn't drive and all prices dropped to like zero dollars still there's so many people living in poverty there out in the world. Why Why is that? You know, when we are so powerful, we control the money. We control money, oil, and everything that is so uh, important out there. But still we are treated like dirt, you know? That's the funny part. And there's so much of poverty, like, uh, out there. Why, when we are so powerful? We need to understand that. I hope, you know, kind of we, we come out of this quarantine, you know, we come out of this... Um, what do you call it, the uh, the pandemic or the plague. But actually realizing, hey, man, we're people and we're powerful. Poverty, something like that should never be existing in this world, you know, for God's sake. We didn't drive and oil prices crashed to negative. We didn't work and the economy like crashed. Hey, man, that's 
power, people power. But anyways, yeah, so I was checking on, you know, this whole supply, demand and price of uh, the oil thing situation. And you know, as we all know, you know, when there's an increase in supply of oil or supply of anything, forget oil. If there's an increase in supply of anything, the prices drop. If there's an increase in demand, the prices increases. So that's the supply demand um, thing. It's it's same like uh, it's same like anything that we do in this world, you know, uh, whether it is. Uh, whether it is our work, whether it is our life, where, whether it is the goals that we want to achieve in life, whether it is a relationship, whether it is a job, a career, or whatever it is, you know, if there's, if uh, if we have really worked hard to really get something, you know, we the price of it increases. The value that we give is much more to those things as compared to something that just fell on our lap, you know. All these things, whether it's a job, a career, a relationship, or whatever in life, if it comes easily to us, we just don't give it an importance, you know, no value, no price on it, no price tag on it. But the minute it becomes difficult, we have to chase, chase it, you know, you have to really put in a lot of effort, a lot of work to get that. The price of it increases, the value of it increases, and that's the same with oil, you know, or anything in, in the world. There was... There was a high demand. Uh, there was a high demand before the pandemic, and therefore the prices were always high. But today, no one's driving. The roads are empty. The streets are empty. Nobody's driving. You know, any anything out there. So the demand has decreased, and therefore, therefore, fucking therefore. I hate using the word therefore, man. It's just so fake. I don't know. It just comes out from my mind. What the fuck? Not therefore, and that's why the price is much is like drop to zero uh uh and um you know and of course oil is so important uh it's um it fuel it's used as fuel electricity heating buildings making plastics etc but whatever it's 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 funny how the prices have really dropped and that's with everything in life you know if you're to chase something in life whether it's work career whatever um you know, uh, the more you chase it, the more valuable and you get it afterwards, the more value you'll get, you know, you'll give it. But the minute it just falls on your lap, something just falls on your lap, hey, man, you don't you don't kind of care for it. You don't value it. You don't you don't put a price tag on it. It drops to zero dollars. You know, that's what's happened to oil prices, basically, which is um, uh, which is like uh, really was uh, it blew my mind, you know, oil prices dropping to zero, like, hey, man, what's happening? And then I was like, you know, uh, doing a research of why this happened, basically, of course, it's a demand supply thing. But um, and uh, why are we so greedy for oil, like the whole world, the the more oil you have, like South Saudi Arabia, you know, it's the uh, it's, it has reserves of oil, like, you know, the highest reserve i think venezuela also has a high reserve oil of like about 300 250 to 300 billion barrels of reserves like you know these are these are oil reserves that are deposited right on in their ground on earth in saudi arabia and venezuela uh which is not converted which is not converted to supply which is not converted to supply it's just reserves like raw inside so then I got to know that, you know, there's a difference between production um, and th which is production of oil is basically oil that is already converted 
is in the market, you know, so is in converted into supply. Whereas reserve, oil reserves is different. So although the United States produces maximum amount of oil, you know, uh, I think it's about uh, 13 million barrels of oil per day. Russia comes next and then Saudi Arabia comes next. So 13 million barrels per day. Russia produces about 10.6 million barrels per day and Saudi Arabia produces nine, ten, about 10 million barrels of oil per day. Now this is U.S. is the highest, then comes Russia, then comes Saudi Arabia. Now, this is production of oil. That is oil that is already converted into supply. It's already on its way. Although U.S. is the highest, but that doesn't matter because oil reserves is the highest, you know. It's like like something that is there inside the ground, which is not converted to supply, and that's what matters. And in that case, Venezuela and Saudi Arabia are the highest. And then, of course, Iran, Iraq, Kuwait, UAE, Russia, and United States comes really last. You know, so that's what it seems. Saudi Arabia has 62 years worth of oil already sitting in the ground, which is not converted to supply. It's just a reserve, you know. It's like backup plan. That's why they're so rich, man. That's why the people in Saudi Arabia, kings and queens and whatever, you know, they're filthy rich out there because of those oil reserves. It's not production. Production is basically oil that is converted. It's already, you know, converted into supply. It's the reserves that matter, that is sitting down there, you know, in the ground, which is not touched. That's what I got to know from this whole thing. You know, although there are many nations, says, they say that, you know, we have a lot of oil production, but that's dif- different from reserves. That's what really matters. And that's why the Middle East countries are um, always, you know, there's always war and there's always terrorism there. It's because of because of those oil reserves. It's expensive. People want that. Um, and that was an interesting thing that I studied, actually. I read a lot to really understand, you know, what is this difference between production and reserves you know of oil many countries say they have they produce a lot of oil but that doesn't matter it's how much do you have in the ground that really matters um but whatever it is you know whatever this uh this whole thing is the power of the people is what we need to really understand you know it's like uh, we don't drive the demand for oil drops the supply was actually the same and therefore the prices dropped to negative. Like they're literally allow, going to give you free oil, you know, in your hand. And that's what really matters. That was brilliant. I mean, um, and we people are so powerful, but there's still poverty, man. That needs to get out. That should not be there. If you want to be my lover... You've got to get with my friends, make it last forever, friendship never ends. If you want to be my lover, you have got to give. Taking is too easy, but that's the way it is. Slam your body down and wind it down. Oh, what you think about that? Now you know how I feel. Say you can handle my love. Are you for real? I won't be hasty. I'll give you a try. 
If you really bug me, then I'll say goodbye. Tell me what you want, what you really, really want, and tell me what you want, what you really, really want. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, wanna zigzag. If you want my future, forget my past. If you wanna get with me, better make it fast. Now don't go wasting my precious time. If you really bug me, then I'll say goodbye. You know, I love this uh, this profession of singing and songwriting and music and comedy. You know, comedians because you know they 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 so they're so lucky to be able to share their life experiences with the world. You know, like even songwriting, they're writing about their life basically. Like look at Taylor Swift. You know, the, the songwriting is brilliant of hers because she writes about experiences of life. Look at comedians. You know. All around the world, uh, the the content is basically, you know, their life experiences and uh, uh, about their life, etc. I just really envy these professions. You know, I wish I had that. Uh, if I wish I could do uh, at least one of these, you know, like hosting or you know, um, radio shows, my own radio shows or events, or late nights or comedy you know or music or songwriting i think these professions the pr- professionals in these this industry are so lucky to be able to share the life experiences and that's their work you know i would love such a job like when i was a kid and anyone asked me like you know what you would like to be i want to be a late night host but i studied microbiology can you believe it hey man i studied microbiology for 3 years but i wanted to be a late night show host <laughs> that's what it is man that's what happens but i still you know um i don't know why i never really uh really went behind it was i was i a coward you know was i scared was i was i uh was i afraid of taking risk i don't know why i would love to do it i think i'd really be good at it but i never really went ahead and you know kind of pursued it or maybe i never had a backup you know for instance if i had a universal basic income like say for instance you know someone told me him hey, uh, you know you don't need to really have a regular job and get that money every month to be able to sustain this is what i'm giving you universal basic income like this is what you're going to get in your bank account every month no matter what i would really go ahead and pursue it maybe you know like i don't i don't have to really or maybe this is just an excuse that i'm giving but i would feel that you know at least i'm getting something regular i would go and kind of pursue something creative something that i like rather i like what i'm doing right now but something that you know is like a dream is like a dream that i would really want to do you know kind of thing maybe i would go and you know try try and open mic or maybe get into some music or host radio shows you know kind of pursue the dream but i never really went behind that i wish i had done that you know literally um so i really envy comedians uh late night show hosts radio hosts musicians songwriters etc because you know they they really went and did what they wanted to do maybe they had a good backup maybe they took risk and uh you know that's what i feel um basically and i really admire them as at the same time and i follow them a lot like i follow comedians i follow late night show hosts i follow singers and songwriter uh, songwriters etc because i admire them you know 
for what they're doing. And I always wish that I had taken those risks, you know, I had taken those, uh, you know, which I was always afraid to do it. Um, so, you know, I was um, actually, uh, I, I, since I mentioned about Taylor Swift, and I also mentioned in my previous episodes that I want to talk about um, Taylor Swift's song, The Man. Now, I love this song, okay? And uh, I'll play a few lyrics, and then we can, we can talk about it after the song that I play. Uh, why I like it? Because uh, Taylor Swift's writing is excellent. She's a great songwriter. She shares experiences, and it's very relatable, you know? Um, and that's what I like about uh, Taylor Swift. And actually, all people, you know, songwriters, musicians, uh, comedians, late night show hosts, because I love what they do, you know, they're very creative, they share their life, they share their experiences, and they're lucky, man, to really, you know, open up uh, to the world. So I like this uh, Taylor Swift song, we talk about it after, you know, this, I play the song, let me just get the song on the board, yeah, let's listen to it for a while, and then, you know, we talk about it. What's that like? I'm so sick of running as fast as I can Wondering if I'd get there quick or if I was a man And I'm so sick of them coming at me again Cause if I was a man And question how much of this I deserve What I was wearing If I was rude Could I'll be separated From my good ideas and power moves And they would toast to me or Let the players play I'll just be Leo In center praise I'm so sick of running as fast as I can Wondering if I'd get there quicker If I was a man I'm so sick of them coming at me again. I'll be a man. I'll be a man. I'll be the man. Ow. Yeah, so that's that's a little bit that I played. Uh, I love that song, okay? And I promise that I'll talk about it. Uh, why? Because it's very relatable. The song is very relatable, uh, especially in a world where uh, we see so, we, we see no women leadership, like, you know, there's there, there are no I mean we need more women you know as leaders in this world because they can do the job they can they can actually do the job but women are always you know there are a lot of sexist remarks that are passed on women like I like what she explains in the song if you've listened to it very carefully and I want you to you know actually go and check the video if you have the time do it because she also you know not only in a songwriting but in the video she kind of shows it she you know she, there's a lot of expression and it must be seen the thing is i have nothing against men okay i believe in equality i have a brother i have a dad and i believe that everyone should get what whatever you know it should, uh, there are 50 percent of men 50 percent of women i think there should be that equal number of women leading the world today but we don't see it happening you know why because as she correctly explains it in that song and it's so beautifully done which is so true that you know uh, uh, 
uh, she she says that I'm sick of running as fast as I can. Uh, if if I was a man, maybe I would reach there faster. You know, if I was a man, people would believe me. They would call me f- a fearless leader, alpha type person. Everybody believes you. You know, when you're a man, as compared to when you're a woman, you don't know. Uh, it's difficult to get that kind of uh, feedback from people, you know. That's what she's explaining in this song. A man gets there quicker than a woman who has to prove herself double, you know, more than that. Uh, so I love, I love the lyrics of the song. It's so true. If you kind of, you know, look at your own life and look at the world, basically. There are fewer women there, you know, doing things that they're supposed to be doing when there's 50% of the population of women. Why? You know? And I'm nothing against men. Nothing, you know. I don't know what, f- I, I, I have nothing against that, you know. And then I love that she, the way she says, I'm so sick of them coming at me again. Like if I was a man, I would be the man. Like no one would come after me, you know, for who I am and what I've been doing, which is so true, which is so true. They, they, they always say that a man hustled, you know. He puts in the work, they don't, they don't ask him what he's wearing or why is he talking so rudely, you know? Why is he crying? He, if he talks rudely, he's just cool. He's complex. He's alpha, basically. It's okay for a man to get mad, but a woman gets mad. They say that she's crazy, you know, kind of thing. Get me? I mean, I, I'm sure men who are listening to this can also relate to what I'm trying to say if you look at the world today. Because women, they don't want to be... Uh, objectified they want to be leaders they're all qualified you know they're experienced they're brilliant so that's that's sexism which is still playing in 2020 which is so crazy and i love the way she calls out leonardo dicaprio in the song where he's kind of uh, you know hanging out with uh, with babes who are who were younger to him like a decade younger to him you know uh, in his yacht or in his boat or whatever. I like that she calls him out there, which is so true, of course. But I love Leonardo. That's apart from that. But that's so true, you know. And then she also talks about how uh, a man, you know, when he takes care of his own kids, come on, you gave birth to them, you got to take care of them. But when he does that in public, you know, people kind of appreciate him, call him the best dad ever. But if a mother does it, you know, you got to do it. You're a mom kind of thing. I love Taylor Swift for her songwriting. And I love Taylor Swift for the, the way she expresses it in her video. And you must check it out because, you know, she shows off man spreading, a, man's, a man literally spreading, a man who's also pissing on the wall, you know, flashing his dollars of women. That's what she portrays in the video. Um, a man just sleeping around, a man getting angry, you know, throwing tantrums getting married to women a decade younger than him you know all that she expresses in the songs which is so brilliantly done hats off to taylor swift she's the best songwriter she's got the chops this girl has got the chops you know and the best part about taylor swift is one more thing i love about her she's a sagittarian and that's how even i literally you know you can a sagittarian can be that blunt and I am like that. I, I, won't, I won't shut up, you know, kind of thing. I don't know. Many people don't believe in the stars and all that. Um, uh, these, uh, what do you call, horoscopes or whatever, whatever it is. But I so like this girl, you know. 
because I can kind of relate with her. Maybe I can relate to her as a woman, but also, you know, we're just uh, like two to three days away, uh, 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 birthdays away, you know. So that's what I like about her. She's a breast songwriter and her portrayal, the expression in her video is brilliant and mind-blowing and that's what I like about her. So hats off to Taylor Swift for this song. Um, and uh, I believe that's all that I uh, uh, that I had and I hope uh, we get off this, you know, sexism thing. It's like crazy, whatever. Uh, anyway, um, uh, before I go, thank you so much for listening, guys. I really appreciate it. Come on, you know, it, as I always say that it takes a lot to listen to somebody, you know, you're not just going to sit. I can't do it. Like if people tell me, you know, watch this or listen to this, I will not do it. I won't do what people tell me to do. I literally have to hunt for stuff that I like or maybe something that attracts me. You know, I'll make an effort to go and click on something, but I won't do it if someone is just telling me. I need to believe in it and then I'll listen to it, you know, kind of thing. So I know it really takes a lot of uh, effort for you to really listen to it. And thank you so much for that. I love you for that, you know, whoever you are. Thank you. Uh, and don't forget, if you want to write to me, you can write to me at just a nobody podcast at gmail.com. That's my email address. You can also DM me on Twitter. Okay. Uh, I mean, proper DMs, like proper text, no pictures. I don't want to get into any chat because there are a lot of chat groups that people just want to chat stuff you know like don't do that you know i'm not interested kind of thing um so uh, uh do that and thank you so much for listening stay safe guys uh do whatever you can to kind of stay safe i know people are giving a lot of uh, advice like you know do this do that but do as much as you can because you got to stay in uninfected right uninfected is the word that's what we got to do. Anyways, don't forget um, uh, until my next episode, whenever I uh, kind of record it, um, I need to say, but let me just play this um, Taylor Swift's the remaining a little bit and then, you know, kind of I'll, uh, I'll uh, kind of sign off from there. Just let's listen to it a little bit more because I love the song. I like Taylor Swift because she's a brilliant mind. She's got a brilliant mind. She's intelligent and blunt and she'd give it, you know, to you kind of thing. Just listen to it. Maybe I'll be back. Sick of running as fast as I can Wondering if I get there quicker if I was a man I'm so sick of them coming back at me again If I was a man, I'd be the man I'm so sick of running as fast as I can Anyways guys, thank you so much for listening uh, Bye for now, baby Bye, 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 bye Bye